Welcome to the That's Original Podcast. Welcome. We've recorded a couple times, but this one's going to finally go through. We figured it out, I think. This is Abigail's voice. This is McCall's voice. And we're just going to get right into it. Um, last time we recorded, McCall figured out that it was our exact two-year anniversary from when we met. So McCall's going to go right into the story of how we first met and first hung out. Um, yeah, so we actually first met on a rooftop movie in downtown L.A. Um, with a bunch of friends. Yeah, it was Halloween, Halloween. Ta- time, not Halloween Town. I do love that movie. Um, it was Beetlejuice. I think it was Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, and we met, and Abigail was looking for a place to move closer to the west side, and so we got each other's number in case I heard of anything, and then... That's why we got each other's number. You're like, it's like, yeah, I just have such a long commute, I need to find a place, and you're like, oh, I'm on the west side, I'll let you know. Yeah. And then... A few days later, a week later, I'm not, I don't really know that timeline, but um, Kanye was doing a Sunday service at the forum, and we had an extra ticket, and I was like... Just had an extra ticket. Let's, I was like, <laughs> Come on I down. know this girl, I'm, I'm like, I, I've seen her Instagram, she, <laughs> she likes, likes Kanye. Kanye, and so I texted her. Amazing. And I'm just like, let's see if she wants to go. And then your your point of view. I was like, <laughs> this girl doesn't even know. The Sunday <laughs> service <laughs> was last week. This dumb idiot. This dumb idiot. <laughs> but she was right. They had another. It was like in the middle of the. Or maybe it was a Saturday. He had it he, the week before. So I was like, oh, he did it Friday. He, did he do like his release of. I think it was like his release of Jesus is King. And yeah. then he did a Sunday, Sunday service. Another one. Yeah. So I was like, I cannot believe she has an extra ticket. I'm so down. And then we just completely hit it off and talked about boys, talked about clothes, talked about why we were in L.A. Yeah. Um, and it was just the best time. And then I moved to the west side, and we were closer, and we hung so out. So close. We were, like, five minutes away. So close. We hung out all the time, did so many fun shoots and dinners and just so many dinners so many fun things and would just talk business and just being in LA and being creatives and that's we talked about it jokingly as doing a podcast back then but I think yeah when I moved back we're like okay we're really gonna make this happen you gotta put your foot in the door and just get things rolling and for sure that's what we did today and um I think I'm gonna go into talking about Kind of my timeline of being here. Yeah. So, um, I went to BYU. I did freelance photography, and then I graduated in 2019. And prior to me graduating, I photographed a wedding down in L.A., and I had a friend who wanted to do marketing for Kyle Kuzma on the Lakers. And so, long story, he got me a press pass. I photographed a game. Or I I really just photographed pregame. I didn't even do the game, but... I tweeted those photos. Those photos were sent to the VP of marketing on Twitter, and then he was a BYU grad, and so we connected, and um, he's still a really good mentor and friend of mine, and I kind of let him know I wanted to move to LA regardless, and he said, let me know once you've moved, and I moved down without a job, um, 
and then did contracted work for the Lakers and then an internship came up and so I did the internship and then fast forward to March of that next year COVID hit Mm. (laughs) and then McCall and I drove back to Utah very scared thinking we'd be there for two weeks and um in June my internship was getting terminated because of COVID so I had to tell McCall that I was moving. It was the saddest day. It was so sad. It was so sad. And props to McCall for sticking it out here and, like, just I trusting know. the process. I was and like, there's no way I'm going back to you. <laughs> you cannot make me. You cannot <laughs> make me. So I moved back. I started dating my now husband. I got married. Which Shout was out Tanner. so fun. Shout out Tanner. And then as soon as, literally the day we got back from our honeymoon, I started interviewing for sports um, positions, I knew I wanted to get back into the sports world. Um, I was interviewing for a couple different teams, and then a Laker position opened up in the exact social media coordinator role I wanted to do. Um, and we packed up and we moved back to LA, and now we're here. And we're here. And we're so excited. I'm and so excited. Yeah. That was the best, getting that phone call when you were like, I'm, I'm back! And I was just like, yes! It was so fun. We just blew so out blew out our speaker. Yeah. We're still no, learning. We're just, still learning this process. I feel like it's me blowing it out. We're in her car, by the way. Yeah. We can't find, um, I'm not, we're not in our apartment yet, and um, we're trying to find a quiet corner to do this, but it's just fun. We're in her car, yeah. and it's quiet. And, and I also have a cold, so, <laughs> I mean, like, you probably a lot of people don't know what I sound like normally, but. I feel like I sound different. It is, but it's cool. It's like sexy. <laughs> <laughs> now tell, uh, can I tell your story of how you started styling and coming here? Yeah, so I was in Utah. I just feel like I needed a change. I had always wanted to move to LA. Um, and so it was like February, I think, of 2019. I think so. Um... I was just, like, not in a great place mentally. Like, all my friends had boyfriends, and, like, I wasn't doing anything fun. And so I was like, I got to make a change. And I reached out to um, a stylist on Instagram, and I just told him that I'm moving down to L.A. in um, the summer. If Like, if you ever need help, let me know. Honestly, not even really knowing honestly you didn't, didn't know anyone plans. yeah didn't know anyone didn't have plans to move down here but I was like I gotta fake it till I make it that's what we love and so anyways I dm'd him and he was like yeah let me know when you come out and I was like okay right there like I gotta move so I found a sublease came down here came down to LA didn't know who you roomed with yeah randoms randoms I like looking back on that now and like actually living here I'm like what how I think that was a good idea. Like, especially living like near USC, like, isn't the best. Didn't area pick the best isn't spot. The safest area, but we're here, we're safe. <laughs> Anyways, um, so then I interned with him for a little bit, um, and COVID hit, slowed things down, mm-hmm. um, and then probably just this past. January maybe earlier than January I've been assisting more but yeah that's how I came here just BSing it that that I'm supposed to be here and just like making that leap to come here and Mm 
And seeing it kind of add up and tack on. And that's kind of what we've both seen and encouraged each other with being here and figuring out work is we know that it, one thing leads to another. And we both, we've talked about this earlier where we both feel like we are really genuine with the people that we see and we work with and not just it's very easy to get caught up here of meeting people and caring about xyz and how much how many followers they have and how they do this and like but being genuine and learning from people and being interested in the industry and knowing your craft for sure it's really important because it's very easy to get caught up in yeah and I think it shows too because so many people in LA I feel like there's good ones, but there's also bad ones, like you hear about. They're the fake ones that are, like, in it for the clout and in yeah. it for that. But I think people can see that we are genuine. And L.A., sure. too, is also such a place of, like, connecting people that it, like, you meet someone and you tell them what you, what you do and they're like, oh, I know someone that does the same yeah. thing. Let me connect you. They want to help yeah. you. I think that's what we bonded over really early, too, is, like, you have to have a positive mindset of um, just, like, want, you want to help people as well, but, like, surrounding yourself with people who also want to help other people, whether it's, like, a big gig or a small gig, but just, like, I've seen my community with just the Lakers and basketball community in L.A., it just becomes so, so small so yeah, fast. for sure. And I think um, just different industries... Um, and being drawn, like, I, as you naturally show what you like and what you're interested in, you find people, that's what's so fun about being here, is there's so many people who have such similar interests yeah. and different types of styles and all these different types of fields that you can, you have to kind of dig around and figure it out, but you can, there's some, there's something for everyone here, which I don't for feel sure. like, that's how every city is, I feel like you can find someone similar to um, your interests and stuff. Yeah, but. there's definitely pros and cons living here. Yeah, I mean personally, more pros than there are cons. <laughs> yeah, but like the weather, you can't honestly, you can't beat the weather. I think we talked about this last time where, I mean not last time, the first time we recorded <laughs> was um that we both really love it here, but we both really understand why people don't like LA. Yeah, like. There's so many pockets. Oh, we know. Yeah, oh. like, we know why people don't like this <laughs> yeah. place. It's like there's so many places to choose from to live. There's so many. Um, it's hard to kind of meet people depending on what you're doing or what you're trying to do. And um, yeah. it's tricky. And you kind of just, I think it really takes one friend to like, like you to. Yeah get your confidence up make so true make you realize that you're not crazy for just coming out here and trying things out and like because it can get lonely for sure (laughs) like the months you were here yeah like (laughs) you really just need it really you really need one good friend I think that helped us out both was like a night that was like oh I have nothing to do I don't have any work like what do I do like we each had each other we each had an open schedule to like hang out um and yeah, yeah, that was kind of the next thing we. That was a little tangent we went on. Yeah, but... yeah we did. <laughs> yeah, go on a little tangent. We can go into. Um, what should we go into next? Um, should we talk about? 
Okay, so now we're just going to kind of talk about what we do exactly. So I am the social media coordinator for the Lakers. During my internship, I was a social and editorial um, associate or intern. Um, And then now um, I applied for the social media coordinator, and that's what I'm currently doing. It's kind of a blend. Literally every picture you see courtside is of her. It's insane. It's so fun. It's It's, so sick. It's a fun blend because it incorporates strategy and social media campaigns and corporate partnerships, which is kind of behind the lens. And then um, I'm able to incorporate a strength of mine, which is photography. So um, I'm starting to do photos on the court during the game i'm starting to do so cool celebs who are sitting at the lakers game which is you love that it's a little pop culture of itself i have to know who's who i try my best to figure out who's who and if they're either dating if they want a photo together if they don't want a photo together it just seems so like your perfect job it's so fun basketball celebrities taking pictures like all yeah (laughs) Uh, all of it it's so fun it's um it's a good blend. The days that aren't game days, I'm putting together posts. I'm working my way up. It kind of was slow at the beginning just because everyone has had their um, work on their plate. And then now that I've I've been there for a month or so, I'm just getting more incorporated into different deals and brands and all that kind of stuff. But I, yeah, I always knew I wanted so cool. to do... Social media, kind of more in college, um, I wanted to, I knew I wanted to do sports. I did weddings, and I have done weddings for, like, almost 10 years, but I wanted to always do sports. It kind of what drew my eye, and... You're so good at it. It's so fun. And it kind of differentiates it. In Utah, everyone does, a lot of people do photography, especially yeah. in high school, and I wanted... I, I... You I did <laughs> guilty. I got Me a too. camera. <laughs> Me too. I yeah. I wanted to kind of like branch out from portraits and um, my high school basketball team was really really good and so that helped um, take really fun photos of those moments all through <laughs> my high school experience and um, yeah. I'll kind of like I feel like as episodes go, I'll talk more about what I do, but that's kind of yeah. the brief. Description, social media coordinator. It's so funny, like, (laughs) me and my boyfriend will see you in the background (laughs) of, like, all of these stories, and it's, like, now this little game of, like, I I spy, spy. of, like, her on the court, she's, like, taking pictures of, like, Sway Lee or LeBron, and we just, like, immediately see this This little blonde-haired girl, and you're like, that's her! It's so fun. I was, something I was thinking... There are certain moments where I'm like, I mean, a lot of the time I'm like, this is crazy. This is insane. But something that I'm always really proud of is when I'm in the, there's like the press room where everyone that's working media for the game, which there's like a lot of people are sitting and I kind of look around and I'm like, I'm like the only girl in here. There's like, there's, there's a handful of them and it's really cool to see women in sports and look around and be inspired by all the people I work around. But as far as active shooters and like photographers, it's a very male dominant, older male dominant industry. It's great to see younger guys starting to make their way and 
male and female and it's really cool to be in that space and be um one of very few women so yeah I think that's what sets you apart from a lot of other people too is like being a woman in sports because I mean it is such a male dominant thing yeah it's really fun and it and brings you know what you're talking about and you know what you're doing and it's so nice and there's people that I think the athletes I don't think they like I think they do notice that um I, I stick out in a way that's because I'm a, a young girl yeah. in a respectful way they're like wait I'm not used to seeing, like, a girl yeah, in that spot, I'm so sure. it's really cool. But I want to hear about, let's hear about you. Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am a wardrobe stylist, um, and I want to be more of a personal shopper, so hit me up if you want some clothes. Yeah. I'm like, let me plug this real quick. <laughs> Do it, plug away. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so right now I'm just assisting mostly just other stylists um I will do celebrity styling or commercial styling or e-commerce or lookbooks um right now I'm just trying to do all that I can and see like what I want to stick with um but yeah I've done editorials I'm like trying to like go back and think I feel like I've been busy and then I haven't been busy let people know, like, because some people don't understand anything about being on set or yeah, kind of talk about so, the process of what happens, what goes into a shoot. I, coming into styling, I had not really one clue, like, what I was getting into. Like, I knew it was, like, picking out the outfits, and I've always loved picking out outfits. Uh, like, I remember school time and, like, just, like, Okay, what am I gonna wear this week? I have to wear my I have to wear my best outfit on a Monday because that's like bringing in the week, and my best outfit on a Friday so people can remember me for a Friday. (laughs) It's just like always how I've been. But coming out here, it has been very eye opening of how much hard work goes into it, and honestly, like manual labor, like I didn't, yeah, like I did not realize the like lifting and how much like shopping which I love the shopping (laughs) like goes into it um but I mean styling is different for each thing for like each like if it's a celebrity or if it's commercial um with celebrity it is depending also like is it a personal styling for celebrity is it a music video for a celebrity there's a lot of things There's to incorporate. A, yeah, a lot of things. Um, and I'm still, like, still learning. But it is very eye-opening of how much work, <laughs> work, work I, goes into it. I'm thinking of, it came to my mind, it's like, tell me if this analogy is wrong, but it's like, I think of Christmas shopping, and it can be exhausting when you're doing it for so many oh, yeah. people. Yes. Try doing that, like, that's... It's Christmas shopping every day for someone. Yes, it reminds me... Because you're thinking of... You're incorporating so many things. A hundred percent. It reminds me of, like, um, like school shopping. You know, like, before you would go to, like, start the school year. Like, let's go school shopping. I remember we would start, like, early in the day and go all night because we needed to get all new clothes. Yeah. And that's what it reminds me of because I'll start early in the day and be at the mall, multiple malls. Yeah. All throughout the day. Um... Yeah, so just a lot of shopping, a lot of manual labor. There's also just, like, the logistics of things. Sizing. 
sizing, what? learning sizing, and what the client likes. Well, yeah, learning that, learning brands, and learning designers. What's that's a whole other thing is you're you're picking for what the celebrity wants to wear, but you almost have to p- predict. Yeah. And think ahead of what their new image could be, for or sure. like. And it's definitely too like the the turner the turnaround with styling. You would think that they would give you like, okay, I have this. Let's say this music video coming up in like two weeks. Like, let me tell you about it so you can prepare for that. It's like, no, I have a music video in a couple days, and it's like four looks. Like, and I need you to get like two racks per look. Yeah, like that's the insane part. But like. We make it happen, and that's the most satisfying part is all of the hard work and then seeing Seeing it. Wow, I did that. And seeing the client. Because they, the client, like, what percent of the time does a client show up and they've had no say in, like, have they, is there always some word of what they're thinking or is it always their stylist, like? No, they for sure have a say in what they want to wear. Like, um, it's happened before where, like, we'll pull a lot of clothes and then they'll go with just the most simple thing. Yeah. Like a tracksuit for the music video. Like, we'll pull all this stuff and they'll just choose, like, a tracksuit. And you're like, I just did all this work for that, for you wearing a sweat outfit. You're like, oh. And it's like, okay. That's what. Or what they're, like, comfortable with yeah, that day. Yeah, what they're comfortable with. Um, Usually, how most of the ones I've been on is we'll bring the bring the clothes. What it, what it reminds me of is, like, we'll condense what's out there in the world to what they will like, and yeah. then they'll shop the racks from what we pull. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like so I've that's seen... usually how, like, those styles, those styling jobs go, and then, um, like, commercial and, like, e-commerce is obviously a little less creative because you're working... With exactly yeah, what they Yeah, with, need. like, exactly what they need. Yeah, so there's different parts, but definitely still learning, and I definitely have a lot of funny yeah, stories and, <laughs> and she's crazy i gotta plug so. her now she it was i had like, my plug me, <laughs> plug me up i did um so my wedding was on a saturday and i had my bachelorette on a thursday and then like a rehearsal dinner and then the wedding and mccall texted me like on tuesday and she was like uh, I have a crazy, I don't even know how you prefaced it, but <laughs> it was like, either. it wasn't even a phone call. It was like a kind of a frantic text, but I was like, I, she was like, I just got asked to do Donda, which people don't know. It was a viewing of Kanye's like newest. It was his first showing. His right? second. His, his second. second? Okay. Yeah, In Atlanta. So the first one more like, oh my gosh, this is real. New album's coming. Yeah. Second one was like, it was just such, it was unbelievable and like the craziest experience hearing oh it from gosh. you and like I feel like that was another like full circle moment like yeah. your wedding and then I get asked, yeah. like another Kanye thing I'm like <laughs> but she perfectly made it she missed the rehearsal dinner and the bachelorette but she was like there for the wedding and I was like out of all brides to just like understand I was like you you, I I, you have to you would. I, I was bummed for like half a second and yeah. then I'm like I would do the same thing so I was like, I'm sorry I can't pass this up I can't you can't so she she like shows up to my wedding and I'm just like I just want to sit and catch up, but, like, I'm also you're, getting you're married. Like, <laughs> like, I can't sit and chat. Like, we just both knew, like, we'll catch up about this yeah. another time. And just such a cool, full was, full circle that, like, we met at yeah. a Sunday service. And then, like, the day of my wedding, she's flying back from another pretty much Sunday service. Yeah. Like, it was so crazy. and So crazy. And I'm sure, like, we'll get into 
stuff. Yeah, we'll do a whole other. Like con- whole- we'll do for sure another <laughs> Kanye experience. episode and have Dylan and Tanner on and yeah. talk about that. But um, yeah, that was a huge. That was so so fun to look back on and such a probably a cool experience. To, like style tons and tons of people because I I yeah. heard that they like hire people from like Craigslist to come and do the his performances to get that many people like some of them are dancers but like yeah. some of them are like uh-huh. just bodies yeah there i don't know if you saw like all the ones that were like in black surrounding yeah. we didn't dress those that okay. was like a whole nother thing but i was like good thing we didn't because that was That's so, so much people. work i'm like oh my gosh so which ones were you um so the sunday service is mostly like what i helped out with okay so the and people then, in the choir for people, the people that, like, in don't the know. choir and then there was also dancers there I don't know if they showed them on screen. I didn't watch, like, the... I was there watching, and I didn't see, like, what was on camera. And then helped with the few things with Kanye, but there was, like, multiple assistants, and so... It's so crazy. So crazy. So amazing. (laughs) So surreal. It's so funny. Like, I went to from doing like the donda thing to doing a manscape commercial and i was like is this like the downfall of my career (laughs) like i'm very grateful that i got to do that job and i would have taken it but it was just like so funny the timing of it i was just like okay there's that's what's crazy about any kind of job in the entertainment or any industry is there's such contrasted days and people just see like i mean i have a lot of other work I do, yeah, but I'm like sure you can as, relate, as soon sure. as I come and do games, that's all I want to post is the games. Yeah. But then the next day I'm like on the couch doing X, Y, and Z that like, is just not glamorous. And yeah. that's just like how the job goes. And that's how everyone, everyone's world. And that's yeah. just Instagram in general, but everyone's got a hustle. Everyone's got a hustle. And we've both mm-hmm. just kind of realized that you do the side stuff and you, you have to, you can't just sit yeah. here and expect an Indian in any industry to just like get your full income from the cool fun yeah it's so true. glamorous stuff you have to do side stuff you, you really have do. to do and you just have to like check your pride at the door and just like that's such a thing checking your pride at the door like coming out here is like you have to put in the work and like people i mean obviously like they'll tell you you have to put in the work but like you have to (laughs) you don't make me work yeah but no you yeah and you take sacrifices in a lot of different areas but the the things that the moments that do make it worth it you have to like really appreciate and see how far you've come and um that kind of stuff yeah um yeah, we now want to just kind of talk about what this podcast entails and why we kind of started thinking about it and wanting to do it. Yeah. During COVID, we would catch up over FaceTime <laughs> or phone calls. We have all these, like, crazy stories from both ends. Yeah. Um, and, of course, as every girl, I'm sure, has said, that we're so funny. We need to start a <laughs> podcast. Like... We're so entertaining. Like, people need to listen to us. And just having just girl chat. I think yeah. I've had different, like, girlfriend groups through college and through after college. And I have the days of the week I look forward to to listen to podcasts. And it just helps me get through, like, very mundane activities, as a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Um, and I don't need this, like, perfectly polished. I don't anticipate that for no, us either. Of Like, no. this very perfectly polished business or like motivational like I just love simple 
girl chat, catching up, hearing other people's ideas, other yeah. products people like. Yeah. Just simple stuff like that. And I think we're going into it, keeping it very open-ended. I've already had, like, when I tell my mom or a friend, like, I'm recording, like, what are you going to talk about? And, like, yeah. we have... Literally whatever. Whatever. And <laughs> yeah. we have ideas, like, jotted down. And, um, well, for I really also like the... Just the story-based ones I like when people write in based off different topics and then you just talk about it because it's yeah, fun to, like, it is fun. get your opinion on it, get my opinion on it. Just, like, kind of dissect different stories or advice of just kind of going after. I think we yeah. both are really um, privileged in the fact that we've gone after. We've been able to go after what we really like. And, oh, this is what I, I want to talk about this one topic of – I listen to this podcast called um, Oops, the podcast, and it's these two guys in New York. Mm-hmm. And they're hilarious. They're they're uh, comedians, but they're not like trying to do stand up on the show. They're just like yeah. talking through ideas. And something they talked about today was just the concept of going because they're both like comedians. And one of them, they're like, if I don't get this jo- like this comedian gig, like I'm really worried if I have to like switch careers and do all this stuff. And yeah. the other one was talking. He's like, do you ever get that? Like, do you ever feel like you have to pivot and? You shouldn't be going after your dream or you shouldn't be going after your oh, passion. I, I feel that. I get, I get that <laughs> I so I get much. that all the time. And, like, something he brought up was, like, from an early age, you're, you're kind of discouraged of, like, not a lot of people make it. Not a lot of people yeah. make it. This is only the, the 2%, you know. And because of that warning or that stereotype, so many people don't even try. Yeah. Where, like, that 1% that make it, it is extremely hard, whether you're doing music or acting, like, especially when you're in L.A. and you're surrounded by everyone, everyone who is trying. Everyone's doing something. Yeah, everyone is trying. It definitely is still, like, a really top percent that make it, make it, depending on what you're measuring it with. Yeah. But, like, there's still so many people that are so discouraged they didn't even start. Yeah, they already So, if you're out. even... Yeah, when I was like, wow, this, like, actually kind of applies to our podcast. Like, if you're even starting, you're already so much... So many steps ahead. Because, yeah. like, in my mind, like, 80% of people won't even start. Yeah. Because they're I'll worried... about it. Yeah, they yeah. talk about it. They're worried. They don't get time. Like, there's so many things like that. And I was like, that is so, so important. But that statistically, people... What percent of people don't even start because they think... They can't get that 1%. Yeah. And, like, if that's why you're doing it to be the 1%, like, it's not you're, really the point. Not, yeah, you're not in it for the right reasons. Yeah. So I thought... <laughs> we just want to have fun. Like, we have fun talking to each other and talking things out and just, like, hearing each other's opinions. And so hopefully whoever's listening will have fun listening. <laughs> and just getting um, advice, stories, even just ideas and motivation yeah. not to, like coachy or life coachy or whatever but just um just talking things out I think that's another real thing that I'm not the best at like journaling I wish I was so much better but that really helps with mental health is physically writing things out or obviously like this just like think thinking it out talking it out with a friend yeah can really solve like a lot of issues that are just winding up in your head oh yeah I definitely I need to be I'm not very good at communicating, like, talking. And so I think this is also, like, a fun way to, like, push myself. Yeah. I see it. It's pushing like, yourself. Yeah. Even though you're literally just sitting and recording. And yeah, so. I'm just literally sitting in this car. <laughs> Seriously. Watch us 
go back and be like, we started in a car. We started in a car in a dark parking garage. Yeah. It's just, just fun. It's so fun. And we're excited. So every week, um, we'll have a new episode and follow the Instagram for That's Original. That's Original. That's baby. Original. We just thought um, two girls making a podcast. That's, That's original. original. That's real. So tune in every week and... Let us know what you think and what ideas you like to hear, just in podcasts in general. Like, yeah. I like listening to podcasts that this, this, and this, and I think it helps um, guide us in figuring it out, because we're new to this, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.